gentlemen, we are live once again, coming to you from the city of brotherly love, none other than Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, broadcasting from and hanging out in the WWDB 860 AM studios. You're tuning in to the Health Coach Ev Show, where we are leveling the playing field around physical and mental health. What that means is that we're bringing you the best perspectives from all sides of things, whether it's Western medicine, holistic, functional, spiritual. We're trying to find practical things that we can all use to better ourselves and our lives. By the way, I'm your host, Evan Transu, a.k.a., you probably guessed it, Mr. Health Coach Ev. And with us today is special guest Colin Kurtz. I just met this guy this summer, and we totally hit it off right away. I think we talked for almost two hours right off the bat, and um, I just kind of knew we were kindred spirits, that's for sure. So we've hung out a lot since then and talked, and it's been a great time knowing this guy. He's co-founder of Koru Real Wellness in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, where I am from. He's the head practitioner there and also has a BA in religious studies from Columbia. So we're lucky enough to have a pretty sharp guy with us today. Um, Colin, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Ev. No problem. So let's get started a little bit with your background and your story, because I think we're going to probably take two different directions today, as we know. And the first one is something that's so cool, because for those listening, I know we have a ton of people, especially on the Facebook local stuff. Um, We do have a live video here for those listening on the air. I know a lot of those people don't know about the cold side of things and what that can do for our mental, physical, and even just kind of psychological health. Now, that's something I'm really into, and I know that you discovered it not for really health reasons like I did. You kind of just figured this out because you're a super intuitive guy. So let's start with that. I forget how long ago that was, but I think you said almost, what, six or seven years ago at least? Yes, yeah, six or, well, let's see. If we go way back to where we were talking about Norway, that was half a lifetime ago, I was 16. But that I wasn't aware of anything that I'm paying attention to now in terms of ice bathing and everything we talked about on that one podcast. And you know some of the more technical details probably even better than I do as far as how the actual nitty-gritty effects on the body actually take place. But before getting into all of that, um, yeah, it was, I think, 2016 I learned about Wim Hof, but even longer back than that in 2000. Nine, as you kind of insinuated, gravity just kind of literally took me to the ground. Um, so the fjord was 2002, mm-hmm. way, way back. Um, actually, 2001. No, 2002, excuse me, not that it matters. So w- pretty far back for my, for my life. And I literally just jumped in a Norwegian fjord with a group of <laughs> peers, and I was shocked by one particular detail. Well, two. First off, it broke me. It was awful. It, I thought I it was just aggravating and terrifying and invigorating at the same time. But was I this couldn't like me do when it. I was at your. No, you okay. did well. Okay. <laughs> in comparison, but um, this other person, this uh, it was a high school trip, and this one girl was literally just swimming. Just swimming, as if she was in a just a regular old pool. Mm-hmm. And it was shocking to me. I couldn't understand how there was such a dramatic difference. And, of course, jumping ahead um, quite a few years later to 2009, I still had no frame of reference. It was just, like I said, something happened, and I wanted to put my feet on the ground. And then it became colder outside, and I wanted to continue putting my feet on the ground. Needless to say, I just kept exploring. Um, Maybe a little too risky at times because I probably borderline gave myself frostbite, but I, I didn't actually, fortunately. But I was definitely tiptoeing, if you will, a little too close to that. But needless to say, I learned eventually about Wim Hof and then eventually 
uh, through the same book that I read about Wim Hof, I learned about XPT, which is Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese's brand based in Malibu and Hawaii. And that's the one that I'm most affiliated with. So yeah, ice bathing is a staple of my, as we call, real wellness regimen and repertoire. Got it. And days. just, we can give the little elevator pitch, but who is Wim Hof for the people out there that don't know? Because I remember sharing some of his world records with my family and yeah. it wasn't, it's just so ridiculous some of the stuff that he's done. They thought I was like, oh, what is this? You read this online or something? It's like, no, he's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for some of the stuff he's done. So how do you describe him to people? Yeah, well, it's come a long way since I first heard of him because then it was still like, who's this weirdo, the Iceman sitting basically naked on the snow <laughs> to now literally Gwyneth Paltrow is friends with him and has a whole episode on her little channel that you can see on Netflix. So I wasn't kidding when I said I think he's a household name and people like her have a huge role in uh, that effect. Um, but basically, he's a celebrity, I'd say, for good reason, justifiably, who, yes, has a ton of records clearly essentially showing us the whole human species that we have way more we're way more capable of quite a bit most importantly relating to the environment so to speak as we call it or the elements with joy as opposed to any resistance Mm -hmm. i mean i think he's primarily about let's embrace it all and enjoy it all and and really that gets to the mental health core of it all as opposed to like physical performance, which quite sure. frankly is more my um, excited where I get excited as well. But he yeah, he just basically is proven as far as proof can go. And you're you're one of the biggest fans I know of empirical data. He's basically <laughs> proven that you can push yourself tactfully to you can expand your comfort zone in ways that we previously I think only projected upon um, fantasy figures or you know f- fictional characters who maybe lived up in the Himalayas or up in the mountains, and right. it's like no, it's real. It's it can happen here, right now. Yeah, and I think <laughs> with that's, your body, <laughs> that's the most amazing thing because he does things um, like guys. He's summited Everest in shorts, and this is real. This is documented. He and regularly he, goes up Kilimanjaro with groups of people. <laughs> Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, with barely any clothing, as you just insinuated, yeah. And the stuff that I've seen Colin do, and a good friend of ours who actually be a guest on the show um, later in October, Casey, they are in water. That I mean, you guys are going in sometimes sub-40 degree water, and you're staying— Well, uh, normally I wouldn't interject in such a mundane detail, but sub-30. Okay, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) It does matter, though, because I normally say, like, who's counting? Sure, sure. Yeah, listen, 55 is a lot different than— To us, the 30s is is fun. Like, that that's what that one, that girl was able to do in the fjord just swim so yeah casey actually i introduced him to xpt he's an xpt coach as well um and as you've mentioned he's a great guy he knows about wim hof he, he really teaches the wim hof method i think strictly i'm a little more uh fluid in terms of how i embrace all the different tools but yeah he's great and we we love that 20 something degree water yeah and, and it's one of those things where um you know, you guys are literally doing something that at this point, some of the stuff that I've seen you in case you do, this could give someone hypothermia. And not only are you guys so controlled and adapted to it, but you can get out of the water and you're like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like maybe I'll hit the sauna, but I don't need to. And that's what I found most remarkable because Colin threw me into an ice bath, literally picked me up and threw me in um, to an ice bath at his um, real wellness studio. And 
It was tough. I've done some 50, 55 degree water and I can control myself in that. When you're in those 30s, that's a that's a different ball game. And I, I looked pretty interesting doing that. So you did well and you're going to come back. And, and yeah, to give you a little more credit, you were not mentally prepared. You literally showed up for a recording, not that. And you just jumped in. You basically just went right with it. I think that's very courageous. Well, and... Yeah, that was pretty legit. I think it was pretty cold. It was definitely under 40, like you said. It wasn't what you normally were doing, and you you did it. Uh, we, yeah, we made it. Um, we'll <laughs> definitely be touching more on this after the break, but I do have about a minute here. So I want to ask, I mean, you start, you go into this in Norway, and it's probably a social thing too, right? I'm guessing like everyone's yes. doing it, so let's go do it. And now here you are, you're in your 30s, correct? 34. Okay, and you're still not only doing this, but you've kind of, I mean, you're becoming like a master in this, in my opinion. I don't know many people that can do what you do, so I consider that a master in this area. How does, just kind of a short answer, and then we'll dove, uh, dive into it a little more. What makes you want to do this over 16 years later? Oh, right now or yeah, after we the break? Can, we can yeah. do a, you know what, I'll jump I, to my break right now if you want, just to make sure, it Sure, it's up to you. Okay, so we will be right back after this quick 60 seconds of breaks. Hey, it's Evan Transu again. What do you know? Health Coach Ev here. While you may be well aware of the physical changes the COVID-19 pandemic has had on your life, have you ever thought about how it has affected your mental health? Mental health advocate, speaker, and author Dana Altman, and my friend, urges each of us to answer this question as she explores finding her own path to mental health recovery in her new book, Mix, Melt, Mend, Owning My Story and Finding My Freedom. In this book, Dana chronicles her journey living with mental illness and experience as a sexual violence survivor. Dana is offering a special discount for listeners who purchase her book and show proof of receipt via email with subject line radio. For a discount on her presentation services, which include book clubs, mini courses, and corporate presentations, email bakeitcookbook at gmail.com for this offer. And hey, speaking of mental health, Find Yourself Boxes knows that self-care is more than a social media trend. It's essential for our mental health. These custom care packages are a great idea during this pandemic. And I know Mallory, she's the founder of this company. She sent me one of her uh, boxes and I love this stuff. I still use this stuff every single day. It's a very cool thing uh, during the pandemic and as a gift for the holidays. Each box is created to allow you to prioritize your mental health in your ups and downs. All products featured were chosen with intention and research to spark comfort, joy, calm, and hope. All essential components in the healing process. Bold healing comes in small packages. Visit findyourselfboxes.com to purchase your box and use code HEALTHCOACHEV for 10% off on your first order. Well, hey, it's me again, Health Coach Ev, back with our guest, Colin Kurtz. We're talking about ice baths, and I love it because this is going a little longer than I thought it would, but I think maybe this is what we need to go on today, and then we could touch on some of the other things um, after our next break. But we were just going off about, you know, how the heck... Do you jump into this freezing cold water at 16 and then this is becoming a staple of your routine, business and lifestyle over, I mean, that's 18 years later. Most people have done something stupid like that. We go into the ocean or a friend dares us to do something and then we say we did it once and we never do it again. And here we are. So tell us about that. Gladly. Okay. So we've touched on a few important details that, you know, some of them are unique to my biography, but I care about how it's relevant to everybody. So at 16, I did that, and it was a obviously memorable experience. Between then and now, like you said, I got this um, bachelor's degree in religious studies, and, and now I've opened this business where we declare real wellness, which is a knowingly bold declaration. Um, 
we were conscious of that when we did it. And the why for me, why still doing this particular thing, which you've uh, called uh, radical, basically, or you didn't use that word, but it, it, yeah, it's extreme. The, the position I usually am coming from is that our current norm isn't is not catalyzing what I would say us our be, our ability to live fully. And we have it written on our wall, live fully. It's mm-hmm. basically just that. Live fully. And does that mean, in a nutshell, you have to do ice baths? No. But if you are going to live fully, I think that there are a couple requirements, and that's what the real part gets to. Is it? It's about what's objective for... Well, if it's objective, I think it has to be re- essentially true or real for everybody. And not to force us to go in this direction, but I think basically if you have a certain understanding, like if you're engaged in um, understanding the history from a religious standpoint and a general sort of anthropological standpoint of Western Civ, Mm -hmm. along with neuroscience, along with astrophysics, and you have a basic curiosity about what it could be like to... uh, be on earth a little better. You have to be open to some of these tools, which are, thank goodness, thanks to people like Wim and Gabby and Laird and many others, becoming a little more relatable. And what that all is is a long-winded way of saying is that I primarily care about our programming. Mm -hmm. And I know you know what that word means, and you may end up wanting to interrupt me and, and help unpack that word. But I'd say the ice bathing for me is is the main tool. You have yours. We all have yes. probably our main tools, which helps me maintain and continue to improve the program that I care about, which I am confident helps me live fully. And how? <laughs> right, right. And I did want to try to inter- um, to avoid interrupting, but you are right. I want to touch on that aspect of programming because when I'm going about the ice baths and the cold exposure, it is from the science perspective. We're not going to get into that today, but there are ton of sci- or tons of scientific benefits to doing that. When you talk about the programming, what, what are we getting at with that? Yeah, programming, it's probably the main thing we will talk about, I think, and it's what we I think we kind of expected to. Um, I said neuroscience, another fashionable term which relates to the somatic component that I I knew we'd want to interject is neuroplasticity. So why did I list basically history, neuroscience, and astrophysics, and then a healthy curiosity for what it is to be a human animal? The neuroscience part slash neuroplasticity part refers to what I consider to be fact, which is your nervous system is basically like a computer. And we all seem to connect with that metaphor for good reason, because I think computers are basically a projection of our um, nervous system. And you've you've got hardware, software, and programs. The program, so to speak, of our nervous system is our, you could call it self-awareness, you can call it consciousness. I think there's a lot of synonymous things, synonymous terms you could use, but basically it's your, if you develop the capacity to see yourself or observe yourself, you see there's a program kind of running. Um, we all If you have any basic understanding of neuroscience, there's 
no short way to describe it, but <laughs> basically your nervous system is a bunch of wires, if you will, and they become the pro, the, uh, try not to keep using that word, the, the strength of certain um, wires is improved the more you feed it, basically, and you can do that on purpose, and th this is neuroscience in 101. So neuroplasticity is essentially the declaration that it's malleable. Mm -hmm. It's malleable now, and it's malleable wherever then is in your life. Is it less malleable the more certain things are, uh, get hardwired and you calcify and you get set in your ways? Probably, but I still think generally there's a lot of room for um, reprogramming. <laughs> so the malleability is the key. And if you know that about being human, you know that about being an animal, you know that about life, I don't know how you wouldn't want to have what I think is real control. You want to have some control over that. And the tools that we primarily are referring to here, ice bathing being one of them, is I just don't think there's a more efficient tool for me at least, and it seems like it's pretty efficient for a lot of people, to help you recognize your own programming. Meditation is another word people use for the same basic point, but Whatever it is that helps you see yourself and improve your self-awareness, that's, I think, priority number one. Well, and Wim Hof talks about such a similar thing because you think that this guy is just doing this. And this is what I thought I think it's beginning. exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought, it, oh, this is just a cool physical feat. But no, th this is more about the mental side of things, right? So what are some of like the main benefits you've noticed in your programming since starting this? Because this has been a long journey. Yeah, and he, I think he's a more... Um, effective representation for things that are probably a little more mainstream to hit on, like relieving depression, relieving anxiety, calming your mind, et cetera, et cetera, which is great. And obviously the first or second or major ma like big steps for many people and sometimes myself included, no doubt about it. The, and he, I think is primarily coming at it because his wife literally killed herself mm -hmm. And he recognizes, I actually have a relationship with his daughter too. The whole family's involved in this um, through social media, nothing more than that. Okay, I was but like, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's very, she's very um, engaged in everybody. It's a wonderful community, if you will, because everybody that has been influenced by him in some way does, I think, recognize this is, um, it's not a high, which I think is a really unfortunate potential way of representing it. It's a getting your blood flowing and then starting to see from that being awake and living fully so to speak you can literally just as i said have a better sense of how to control your state and you're going to then of course like a domino effect make different choices make theoretically or i will say better choices so that you maintain that more awake and alert and aware state. And you're not going to want to do the things, you have to recognize obviously that habits are the foundation of a lot of this, you're not going to want to do the things that catalyze a different kind of state, mm -hmm. depressive or, or anxious or fearful, et cetera, et cetera. And there's nothing I see more people, um, there's nothing more dramatic than willingly putting your body, your your physical self, so to speak, and therefore your mind at the same time through that experience and facing a fear. Like, it's wonderful, especially because we put our heads under the water. It's wonderful to see people face that fear. Yeah, yeah you guys are uh, pretty intense over there. Don't try this at home, kids. You know, we'll put our little disclaimer on. Uh, but we will be right back after this quick commercial break. 
Hey, Health Coach Ev here once again, flying solo today for the ads, but that's all right. I love shouting these people out. I want to talk about my buddy Sandeep Patel. He's an individual engineer by trade that has gotten more into photography over the last couple of years, and he is a fantastic photographer. He's Philadelphia-based. Um, he does event and lifestyle stuff, and I think the reason I respect this guy so much is because he takes a similar business strategy to the one that I did. He hits me up, and rather than say, hey, I'm going to pitch you on this, what he did instead was say, hey, Evan, I'd love to come down to the station and do some free photos for you. So I said, you know what? I respect that because I've done similar stuff in my life with my own business. So I said, how about I give you some free ads? And I absolutely love this guy. You can reach out to him on Instagram at I M S A N underscore deep. So I am San underscore deep. And if you don't have Instagram for whatever reason, feel free to reach out to me at www.evantransu.com and I will get you guys connected. Going back to the mental health kind of side of things and health in general, uh, we all need to check in with ourselves and say, am I doing everything I can to have a healthy brain? Am I doing everything I can to help myself with depression, anxiety, or performance? Well, ask yourself those questions. When you do, head to the Patient Resource Center at dhalab.com, that's dhalab.com, and view their advanced brain chemistry consultations to quickly and easily test yourself and optimize with an MD. Take brain health in your own hands today with a 10% discount. Use the code HEALTHCOACHEV when checking out for a 10% discount on any test and consultation services. dhalab.com is what I use actually for all of my clients, guys, so I trust these people very much. They are absolutely fantastic. All right, we're back here once again, finishing up our last part here with our special guest, Colin Kurtz. And we've been talking a lot about the ice baths, what that can do, not just from the physical perspective. In fact, it's more probably about what it does for the mental perspective and our programming. Now, there is something very specific I know you wanted to talk about today. We got about six minutes left in the show, so I want to make sure we honor that. You, I don't even want to put words in your mouth because you have this elegant way of kind of describing what you believe we need to do as a larger scale, right? It's not just individuals. So can you tell me what it is that you were describing when I asked you what's the main message you wanted to get across on this show today? Yeah, thanks, Evan. And I wasn't sure we were actually going to get there, and that would have been fine, but thank you. You kind of read my mind. The, the link that I probably do admittedly care the most about, not that what we've not that these tools and and anything to catalyze greater health as an individual isn't important. It is. It's the necessary first step, I think, for most of us at this point. Um, for reasons that I think you probably explain enough generally in your own work. The part that I use this word somatic, and it's it's essentially defining what that means, somatic education and somatics. That's probably the part that I care the most about and I'm most passionate about. And what it basically means what I really wanted to get across is that the why is probably the most important thing. And yes, it's incredibly valuable to be committed to your own self-growth, improvement, et cetera, et cetera. And we need that. And for, because we're clearly, I think, unnecessarily suffering, many of us. But that's only going to take you, I believe, so far. And we are inherently part of a collective a society, a civilization, it seems at this point. I think it's basically a global civilization. And if we're going to actually evolve as a species, which I, I think we're, nigh, we're due for, due for some upgrading, we need to re, 
kind of have a referendum on our, our why and our motivations. And the most, I think, radical thing that I represent is uh, the possibility, and this is what I really do care about and believe is important to for people to like kind of noodle on, if you will, as my fiance says, is the possibility that focusing on yourself and your as an individual, as a separate piece of the whole, is actually sort of destructive and limiting. And like I said, good first step, but you've got to eventually then be thinking about yourself as part of the whole. The metaphors that we usually use are bodily metaphors. For example, your toe is your body, your ear is your body, and your head is your body. There's no actual separation. There's hierarchy, but we're not going to get into that because I think it's not a good idea time-wise. Right. <laughs> but there's no separation. The, the As Charles Eisenstein calls it, the myth of separation is what's probably confusing us the most. The fact of the matter is we are individuals and we are the whole. It's both. And the motivation for even taking care of yourself, and this is a leap because it's ideally there's a juicy, exciting reason why, but the motivation needs to be taking care of yourself and the whole is basically the same thing, not either or, not one or the other. And we've largely, talk about programming, conditioned, those are sort of synonymous things. The conditioning reinforces the programming. And if you don't pay attention to the programming, you just continue to feed that conditioning. We've basically conditioned ourselves for a very long time to think that separation within ourselves and all around us is real. And it's not. That's simply just not the whole story. And I, we primarily treat the body as a tool for bringing more awareness to that. The ice is a tool for bringing more awareness to that. And I know we got a, like a minute yeah, here. You're good. You're the, good. Uh, the, the most, I think, challenging piece for people to recognize, although it's, it makes sense, it seems, for most people, is... We tend to, we tend towards thinking unintentionally of everything as a means to an end, which feeds a particular kind of addictive tendency, basically to perfect things, to fix things, and to overly kind of dominate and control everything, including ourselves. And that's also tragically... Uh, destructive and keeps us from literally, as we many people like to say, be in the moment, but I would simply, again, come back to calling it live fully. And that has to do with so, that's where the religious studies background is most relevant in the history part, because I believe that tendency is rooted in stories that we've been told and continue to tell ourselves, again, not always on purpose, for a long time. Yeah. So this is what we're going to do, guys. All the guests that are coming on, <laughs> on the show, we are going to have them on the actual Health Coach Ev podcast for a longer interview that's off the air. So you can find us at the Health Coach Ev uh, podcast on any major podcast platform. we got 15 seconds here, Colin. Where can they find you? Uh, I would go to, well, we're changing the website, but we are Koru, K-O-R-U dot com. 
And social media is really where I've been putting most of my attention. So Kuru Real Wellness, primarily Instagram, sometimes Facebook. Mostly those two. All right, guys. Thanks. thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Health Coach Ev Show, where we are leveling the playing field around physical and mental health. I'm your host, Health Coach Ev, and we had special guest today, Colin Kurtz. We will see you guys next week. Hey, Health Coach Ev here. If you're a parent who wants to understand the mental health challenges your child faces, then Lucas Wolf's new book, My Perfect Life, How Depression Almost Ended It and How I Found Purpose Through Pain, is for you. Through goofy, relatable stories, you'll see the world from the eyes of someone silently battling depression. More importantly, you'll learn how Lucas found hope and purpose through his pain. You can get your copy of My Perfect Life today. It's available on Amazon. Just search for Lucas Wolf, and that's Wolf with an E, W-O-L-F-E. I know Lucas personally. He is an amazing guy, and we actually have similar backgrounds in terms of dealing with mental health challenges when we really didn't know why. And we took different approaches, though, and we both got great results. So I think it's very important to always be hearing from different perspectives, and that's why I love shouting out his book and his work. In fact, he was an episode, or excuse me, a guest on an episode of the Health Coach Ev Show. You can check him out on episode number four to hear his full interview.